Welcome to the Art of Money podcast with Art McPherson. And thanks for checking out the Art of Money podcast. My name is Mark Owens alongside Art McPherson and Luke McCarty. All the information for the McPherson Financial Group. You can find it at theartofmoneyradio.com. Guys, let's get to it. You know, we're all a big fan of IRA expert Ed Slot, and he is a big believer in Roth rollovers. But he also says that's not the only option you have for managing your taxes. Another way to do it, which may surprise people, is with life insurance. Now, just so you know, I'm a CPA, a tax advisor. I do not sell life insurance. But as a tax advisor, I have to tell you, among the single biggest benefits in the tax code is the tax exemption for life insurance. And I'm talking about permanent cash value life insurance, not term insurance. It's almost like a super Roth IRA. Okay, Art McPherson, Luke McCarty, is that true? Is buying life insurance really a good tax strategy for some people? It can be because it, exactly what he says is true. So if you're looking from a standpoint of trying to have tax deferred growth and tax free withdrawal, a life insurance policy can provide that. But you have to be very careful with life insurance, just like you have to with annuities. You have a lot of life insurance out there that have big upfront commissions. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of expenses in, inside of them. So if you get the insurance policy dialed in properly, they can be extremely efficient, do a phenomenal job uh, from a taxation standpoint, just to have to be careful that you're getting the right kind because there's a lot of insurances out there and a lot of them are just basically for death benefit purposes only. They're not for cash accumulation and for income strategies down the road. Right. So, I mean, it's a really good strategy. So the IRS has rules around using life insurance in this type of strategy. So you just can't throw, I'm making up numbers here, $100,000, $200,000 into life insurance, think it's going to be tax free because you've overpaid for the death benefit that you may want. So you have to be careful not having too high of a death benefit because the higher the death benefit, the more expensive the life insurance is, the less likely your cash will grow inside of it. So the IRS has certain rules that we follow for these and how does it make it not taxable? And if you follow those rules correctly, you can have a properly designed life insurance contract where 10, 15, 20 years from now, whatever the number is, you can take money out tax-free, doesn't touch your tax return, doesn't impact social security, doesn't impact Medicare. It truly does work like a Roth IRA if it's done correctly. Luke and, and Art, we kind of been talking and joking this weekend about how I got to be pampered over the weekend. I got to be pampered by playing some golf and having a nice dinner. And, you know, there was always that big debate about whether buying a cup of Starbucks coffee every day was a reasonable indulgence or just a big waste of money. There was a story in Business Insider that said that there are three much bigger ways that we're jeopardizing our financial future. And those are we're buying more house than we actually need. We're buying fancy new cars that we don't need. And we eat out more often than we should. So what are your thoughts on budgeting versus pampering yourself? Yeah, that's a great question. So we actually hit on this a couple of weeks ago when we gave a presentation to NASA. And what I said was you need to be careful about your lifestyle creep, right? So if when you continue to work and if you get a cost of living raise or you get a promotion, right, you're making more money, you have to be careful that it doesn't always translate into a bigger house, mm-hmm. a fancier car, because then it just constrains your cash flow to where you're still saving what you were saving you know, five, 10 years ago, because now all your extra expenses are going to the house or the car. Um, you know, part of that article, what you're talking about, I mean, Starbucks coffee every day. Yeah, it will add up, but it's not going to add up like a $600,000 mortgage right? or a $50,000 car and you're paying 800 bucks a month for a car payment. Most of us, those small expenses aren't usually the big ones that hurt. It's the house, it's the car, 
I mean, big vacations, you name it. any big ticket, big expense item is going to be costly in the future if it's not planned for. And what we usually say with our clients, Mark, when they come in is if you get windfall money, maybe inheritance money, or you're getting a raise and it's 5% raise, 10% raise, take half of that and enjoy it and take the other half and save it. And when you're able to do that, you get the benefit of the raise because you feel half of it, you know, but you've put aside that other half. So all of a sudden, instead of having that lifestyle creep that Luke is talking about, where you're always keeping up with the Joneses, always getting nicer, and nicer stuff, but yet you've done very little for retirement planning or income planning for down the road. And it helps you kind of get the best of both worlds. That way you have that higher income, you feel the extra inflow of cash, but also at the same time, you're taking care of tomorrow because you're setting that money aside because I don't want to ever tell a client, oh, we're going to put all of your money aside for a rainy day and then never make it to the rainy day mm -hmm. because we, we don't have a guarantee that we're all going to have a retirement. You know, there's people that die every day. Um, and now we have this beautiful thing called a pandemic that we're going through. Right. So we don't always have a guarantee of tomorrow. However, you've got to be prepared too. So you want to make sure that you're doing what you should do. You're being prepared like you should be prepared, but you're also being diligent in your savings too. You know, rebalancing, Art Luke, it's one of those financial terms that advisors like to use, rebalancing. But why do we need that? Morningstar's Christine's Ben says that it's one of the big ways that we can manage risk. The main benefit from rebalancing comes in the realm of volatility reduction, taking risk out of your portfolio. And rebalancing can be particularly powerful for people who are approaching retirement, where you naturally do want to reduce risk in your portfolio. You don't want to have the risk of your retirement date arrives and you're having to draw upon a portfolio that has just suffered a big decline. All right, R. McPherson, Luke McCarty, how do we know when we need to rebalance? And secondly, how do we rebalance? Right, so rebalancing is a little different than what she may have hinted at. I think she was speaking of a reallocation, potentially, as you get older and get closer to retirement or deeper into retirement. But the rebalancing technique is essentially is if you start out with, let's make it easy, a 60-40 portfolio, right? 60 stock, 40% bonds. Well, over the last couple of years, your stocks have done extremely well, so maybe now you're in a... If you haven't rebalanced, maybe now you're 70-30. Well, you just got older during the past couple of years and you just got more aggressive. So you need a rebalancing you know, technique within your portfolio that says, hey, I'm gonna rebalance quarterly or annually, semi-annually, whatever that is, so you stay on track. And then as you get closer to retirement or deeper into retirement, maybe that original 60-40 plan isn't the right plan for you. Maybe it needs to go to 50-50 or just take risk off the table. So. Rebalancing and reallocation is definitely important um, throughout your lifetime within your portfolio. Yeah, because if you don't do that, Mark, you're getting more aggressive at the worst possible time. So your equity portfolio the last couple of years, the S&P has done phenomenal. Mm -hmm. So everybody has been making a lot of money in their 401ks and they've been making a lot of money in their IRAs. But what happens if this COVID-2 variant starts kicking up, we're already seeing the hospitals starting to fill back up. Well, if we have another big correction and you haven't rebalanced, then you're going to feel the brunt of that correction worse than your original allocation was. So rebalancing is a big part of that. So just as an example, we will do that for our clients all the time, automatically for them internally with our models and things that we do. But there are other things that we do. We go kind of what we call a non-correlated type investment style. So one of the things that Luke and I will look at at times are things like indexes, option strategies where we can lock in indexes for a year period of time, two, three year. We just had, we have a lot of our clients 
that are part of one indexing strategy we started about a year and a half ago or a year ago, and we're locking them in. We can lock in all that gain we made on the S&P the last 12 months, and then we can put a new cycle through. So just being able to rebalance or, or lock in gain or lock in growth and transition that money so the market can't take it back away from you, very, very important to do that. Well, I saw a good article that said it looks like baby boomers are the only ones who are interested in lifetime income. Nerd Wallet recommends annuities for millennials because the value will increase and a few of them will be eligible for a pension. So have those who have already approached retirement, have they missed the boat on those benefits of those kind of like financial products like the annuities? No, they have not. Because if you're just now reaching retirement, right, you have assets in different types of products, right? You probably have the 401k, you know, the TSP, whatever it may be. And so you have assets, whereas millennials don't necessarily have those assets. So if you're getting that close to retirement or in retirement, you can still set something up for you to have lifetime income. I was doing a plan recently for a millennial, not myself. <laughs> and we were like looking at- Like how he at, throws that out there too. Right? Not yeah, myself. not myself. Yeah, no. I have a plan, but um, we were looking at doing some type of annuity because this couple was worried if social security was going to be there. And I said, well, if we do this type of annuity and this is the plan, this is how it looks. This could be a- social security replacement if you don't have social security or it could be a social security complement so i think everybody when you think about retirement still wants a paycheck well if we can get that guaranteed paycheck from a portion of the portfolio why wouldn't we exactly i mean it's just one of those things that we're trying to replace the pensions that have been lost exactly what you're bringing up mark mm -hmm. and how do we create kind of a pension benefit back into the plan that's outside of your social security benefit because we're not a hundred percent sure what the government's going to be able to afford on that because they spend like drunken sailors right now. I honestly believe, and this is not a joke, I think whether it's a Democrat or a Republican, I think they believe we have a money tree now. Yep. They have gotten that absurd on their spending. So um, until we get somebody in there that reigns in those costs a little bit. I guess we need another Ross Perot to run mm -hmm. because when we had Ross Perot in there, we actually had the first president balance the budget in a long, long time, but that only lasted for about four years. And then boom, now we're back into these crazy spending patterns. So you had COVID on top of that and it makes it even worse. So it's been an interesting time. You know, speaking of millennials, someone made a great point with the current administration. It's like the kid that went away to college and as they're walking out the door, the dad gives them a credit card and says, all right, good luck, have fun. And they just go spending crazy. That would like? be a good, that's the money tree analogy right there. That's, the yeah, that's exactly tree. what I'm talking about. Yep. So you mentioned that too. You said, you know, let us help you replace your paycheck. So the, the big question that you always ask is why do you need to take a pay cut going into the most exciting time of your life? Art McPherson wants to help you replace your paycheck with 100% of your income in retirement with the Replace My Paycheck Challenge. All the information at artofmoneyradio.com. There's a button you can click, get all the information, get signed up for this. Art McPherson, tell me a little bit more about that. How can you help me replace my paycheck in retirement? Well, one of the things that we do with our clients, Mark, is we focus on what does retirement look like? You know, what is your budget today? And if you're going to retire in five years, what do you need? Is your house going to be paid off? You know, do you have a bunch of expenses we need to start clearing for you so you have a lot of cash flow? But bottom line is, general rule of thumb, 80 to 85% of the people that walk in the door, they're going to need about that same income they currently have in their budget today. And realistically, that first five to 10 years of retirement is a lot of travel. So we find that an extra 
20% on top of that normal budget is really appropriate for them. So they have some of that extra cash flow so they can do some of those great trips. And, you know, sometimes today we're broken all over the country. You know, like I have my sister, she lives in Colorado. Mm-hmm. But one way to get your kids and your grandkids to go on vacation with you is when you pay for it. Well, true. That's a good true. way to see them. So you got to be able to afford to do that. You know, so we come up with a lot of strategies so our clients can do that. You know, if you pay for it, they do show up. So it's one of the fun things that we do. So just having those kind of income plans set aside for that vacation spending. What does retirement look like? If you're cruising every day, you know, you're going to need more cash flow than somebody who's cruising twice a year. So it's one of those things, just kind of developing a plan, what retirement looks like for you. And if you're playing golf at Pebble Beach, it's a lot different than playing golf at Duran. You know, Pebble <laughs> Beach is a little more expensive or, you know, like we played at Duran, but then I played the next day at the Ritz Carlton. Mm-hmm. Well, the price per round at the Ritz is a little bit different than Duran. So um, that kind of thing. So it, the level of playing of golf will dictate the level of income we need. So those are the questions we go over with our clients, make sure that the retirement is realistic for them and that the income needs that they need are, are going to be there to supply that. Thanks for listening. Want more from Art McPherson of McPherson Financial Group? Find us online at artofmoneyradio.com. We are an independent financial services firm helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of financial and insurance products to custom suit their needs and objectives. Securities offered through World Equity Group, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Investment advisory services offered through ProStatus Group, LLC. McPherson Financial Group and ProStatus Group, LLC are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by World Equity Group, Inc. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Investment financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. Art McPherson is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Arthur McPherson. Florida Insurance License Number A17 Today's show has been a work of art. 